It's showtime again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome one and all to the Shark of Reality, the podcast devoted to the truth and the heart of the matter, discussing topics and facts that everyone really cares about with no fear, featuring your host, the one and only voice of the seaport, DJ SAV. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, email us at thesharkofreality at yahoo.com. That's D-A-S-H-O-C-K-O-F. R-E-A-L-I-T-Y dot com. All one word with no spaces. This is your topic is podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram under the same heading. So now, let's get to the heart of the issue. How you doing, folks? It's that time again. Once again, DJ SAV here. There's a lot going on in the world today. You know, I, I like to try to bring some poignant information to the forefront when I discuss this. I also like to talk about things that we don't talk about, um, you know, family life, you know, discipline. Every once in a while, we like to do something that's a little bit fun because you can't be serious all the time. But today, I'm going to play devil's advocate because... I'm going to present the topic today from two different viewpoints. Today's topic is hypocrites. And today's show title is Hypocrites. You know, because, you know, we get hype over things and and we give a pass to certain things in certain ways and then we condemn it in other ways. So... Uh, let me start with this. During this pandemic, you know, we've seen the blow up of this whole Jeffrey and Karen thing, you know, and the funny thing about it is, it's not like this is something that just turned up in the last year to two years. It's, it's, it's been going on forever. It's just now. People want to use their their social media. They want to use their cell phones and stuff to record a video and go viral. And you know, and, and instead of using these phones, what they what what they're for? Which you know, emergencies. If you're in trouble or whatnot, people have all kind of videos and stuff on their phones, and, and, and it's 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 not important stuff. You know, I looked through my phone uh, the other day. And I've, I've got a lot of pictures of my daughter and my granddaughter. I've got videos of when I sang karaoke. I've got uh, photos of my my collections. Because I collect a lot of things, you know, in my spare time. I, I don't, I, I think I've only, I only have one video that's, that's, you know, falls into this category and it's a, a co-worker of mine who got off work and got drunk and fell asleep at the bar. And it, it's not something that I'm putting on social media. It's not something that I'm blasting around. Away. It was something that was funny, you know. But it, it's like where I myself will message my friends and be like, oh, my God. Look at this cute thing my granddaughter did. Look at how cute she looks in her little costume. You know, 
nine times out of ten, if you receive a message from a friend, it's like, oh, my God, this girl fell at the club. Oh, they were fighting outside. You know, and, and, and it's it's just ridiculous how we, we feed into this. And then what's even more ridiculous is when we as adults do it and then our children see it, and then we want to chastise them for doing it, but they're only doing learned behavior. They're they're doing what they've seen us do. So and and who are we even though we're the adults? Because we like to say that a lot. We're the adults. Who are we to chastise them for wrongdoing when we're doing the same thing? And we've got more experience to know better than they do. They they've got they've got that scapegoat. Uh, I'm a kid. I'm young. I didn't know any better. And they can say that because we as adults haven't given them the proper upbringing so they know that they know better than to do these things. So if we have to blame anybody. We have to blame ourselves. You know, when I was younger, I chased girls a lot. You know, you know what I'm saying? And I had a child before I was married. So as I got older and I, I, I raised my children, you know, I never beat into their heads. Hey, you're not supposed to have sex before you're married. I told them, I said, while I'm not upset that you are here, I wish I would have brought you into the world under better circumstances. Because when you're you're married, when you've got that significant other, you've got a stronger foundation for your child to uh, come up in a, a, a better, they, they have a better chance of success because they've got two parents and then you have someone to back you up when you're trying to teach your child right from wrong. Or someone to tell you, hey, you know, you really can't do that because you A, B, and C. Uh, as my children grew and got older and they started looking at the other sex, I gave them the standard talk. I like, look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you not to engage in certain things because that would be wrong of me. What I can tell you is you need to be careful. You need to be sure. And, you know you need to be willing to take the consequences of your actions if you're not. And I think because of that, my my children listened to me. None of my children uh, had kids at 18, 17, 18 years old. You know, um, my oldest children are out of school, out of high school, and they're working. You know, one wants to go into the military. Uh, another one is a professional uh, musician, but he's also he also has a trade. You know, he he's uh, an electrician's helper, so he he's certified. So you know, absolutely. Um, I think that uh. I think that I was successful because I, I didn't do that, do as I say, not as I do thing that a lot of us tend to do.
Um, I think that a lot of us are willing to trade in our values and morals for the almighty dollar. You know, this, this is something that I've always said to people who know me. I've said, listen, if you come to me and tell me that you're a jerk from the moment I meet you and you don't deviate from that, then I can be your friend because you told me what was to be expected and you've held on to that. You can't be a jerk to me one day and then come to me, uh, this soft-hearted, soft-shoed individual, um, at, because something is dictated you change to accomplish a goal or whatnot. That, that's why I say, you know, people talked a lot about Donald Trump when he was in office. And my whole thing was, even though I didn't like the way he ran things, I didn't like the way he accomplished a lot of stuff. He did do some good. He 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 did accomplish some things, but the thing about it is I hated the whining and the nitpicking. Number one, because if you didn't want him in office, you had an opportunity to voice your opinion. But, you know, most of the people who were voicing their opinion about him negatively were people who didn't vote. So if you didn't vote, you have no right to uh, whine about what he's doing because you didn't use what you were given to to change the, the course of, of, of history. The reason why I can stomach Donald Trump is because I didn't expect anything more than what he did. I knew that he was going to come in and he was going to be misogynistic he was going to come in because we had such a forceful but soft-spoken president before him who accomplished things diplomatically that he wanted to come in with a baseball bat. He he wanted to be Joe Clark. You know, he, he couldn't come in and, and, and be, for lack of a better term, someone, he couldn't be uh, William Shakespeare. He couldn't come in with an oratory uh, stance on things, he felt like he had to do something that showed results physically or whatever. And uh, it's just, to this day, people are still talking about him. And I'm like, look, you didn't like what was going on. He was voted out. Now, the thing about it is this man still has the opportunity to run again. Will you make the same mistakes you made before? Or will you err on the side of caution? You know, and and, and and don't be a hypocrite. If you backed him and you feel like he did a good job, then, you know, keep the respect that you've earned and do it again. Me, myself, I'm going in the opposite direction because that's always been my stance. Number one, I never really felt like a businessman who has a history of me, 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 should never be an elected official because you can't run a government like a business that's only out for profit. You can't. I mean, there's too many other variables that you have to look into.
but uh, you, that's what I'm I'm talking about. You you know you nobody could ever tell you that they met me, and then I flipped and turned. You know, and been another way. I've always been the same person. I've always been blunt and honest. You know, I, I say what's on my mind. I, I love to say things to get a rise or a laugh out of people. You know, but if ever I say something or I do something that someone feels uncomfortable about, I've always said, hey, tell me. I'll apologize. I'll see where you're coming from and, and, and I'll address it. But that's what you do. Um, I go in to pick up my kids from school a lot, and, and, and I see a lot of stuff that, you know, makes me one, well, not wonder, what makes me see why people, uh, why kids act the way they act, you know, um, we allow our kids to be over-sexualized through music and TV and even the clothes that we allow them to wear. You, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like I'll, I I go up to pick up my... My daughter could ride the bus. She could. But I choose not to let her because of things I've heard and seen before. Um... And uh, my daughter, they get out of school at 2.30, 2.45. I used to get up there about 2.15, so I'm, you know, near the front of the line to pick her up. So I can get her home, and she can do her homework, she can do her chores, and she can relax and get ready for it, be rested for the next day. But I, I see these other parents and whatnot. And, I, and I'll give you a perfect example. Last year, and, and before I say this, I, I, I do not condone uh, fighting between students on school grounds or, or anything that's not sanctioned. Like if you got a problem with somebody, a bully or whatnot, and you want to get in a boxing ring with a referee and blah, 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 to settle your score, then absolutely. Without this street fighting, this bullying, this, you know, no, uh, no, and and I think the only reason that these things exist is because there are parents at home that are not doing their job. They're not keeping the eye out on their kids, and they're not enforcing, you know, what they really expect of their children. But <clears throat> I, I came up to the school. Uh, my daughter was heading after school. She had detention or something. I, I don't remember what it was. I don't think she was in trouble, so I think that she had after-school tutoring. She was trying to get her grades up. So, um, number one, these kids saw me as an adult sitting there, and they didn't care. They they still fought, they, you know. And, you know, as I got out of the car, they still had no fear, and, you know, they just walked off. Or uh, the kid that was, was being fought, fighting another kid, ran off. So, you know, at that point, I'm like, okay, he seems to be fine. You know, he wasn't bleeding or nothing, and, and he went off, and the kid, other kids didn't follow him. 
Um, so I got back in my car and I sat down. Then all of a sudden, uh, maybe 10 minutes later, here comes a car speeding like a bat out of hell into a school parking lot, you know, n number one. And then this guy got out and he took off his shirt. He's wearing uh, some some shorts and a wife beater and a... You know, and, and he's about my age, and at this point, I'm I'm 45, 46 years old, so this was a parent, okay? So, you know, he come up here, and he's cussing, and he's walking up to other children that are walking through the parking lot, say, you know, I guess this, this kid that was getting beat up was his son, and he's like, you know, is this the MFA? Is this the MFA? And he's like, you know. Do you know what an MF of that was jumping on my son was at? And I'm like, I understand that you're upset about the altercation involving your child, you know, but that that's not the way you teach your child to handle their their problems, you know. You you you're being hypocrite. Now, every every kid should know how to defend themselves, how to protect themselves. But, you know, and him being upset about what happened, absolutely. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, telling you don't be angry, don't be upset, don't be concerned. But why would you as an adult come up to other people's children who you don't know whether or not they were involved or not and, you know, just MF this and MF that, you know, you know and what were you going to do? Were you going to put your hands on a child? You, you know, I, I, I was there. I saw what happened. It, it wasn't like three or four guys jumping on your son or your nephew or whoever he was to this man. It was it was an altercation between two pretty much evenly matched school kids. Now, I, I'm not saying that it's still okay for them to fight. And, you know, I don't know what this kid went back and, 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 and told you know, this individual, but, you know, we tend to embellish to, to, to make up for our inadequacies, whether or not we protect ourselves or whether or not we accomplish a goal. So, you know, I just sat there and, 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 and I really was to the point where I wanted to get a car and be like, yo, bro, wait a minute. You know, let me tell you, I saw where I got the car, you know, and I was trying to stop them from from fighting, but you know everybody went their separate ways. But you know, once again, by the time I got out of the car, here comes uh, security, and this dude was was nasty to the security guard. You know what the f were you when my son was getting there? Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, here's the second place where you being a hypocrite, because I'm pretty sure that you tell your child that they're supposed to uh, obey authority figures. You just took all that validity from that security guard because the way that you were handling the situation, the way you were talking to them, instead of calming down, rationalizing, analyzing, and get the information you needed. So now, your son, as well as the other kids around, will be like, uh, we can talk to this person any way we want. It don't, it don't mean nothing. It's it's whatever, 
you know, and, and it was just ridiculous. I mean, come on. How can we tell our kids to be respectful, respect someone's position uh, or their job or whatever, and then we're going to turn around and the minute we get hyped up, we lose all rational thinking and, and, and hypothesizing, and, and, and it just turns into world star. I mean, it's just, I just, I, I don't understand it. And the funny thing about it is, no matter how much we talk about it, how much we discuss it, there's always going to be an instance where something will cause us to lose our composure and act out in, in a, a bestial sort of way. That, that, that'll even go for me as well. I, I know that. There's going to be a situation where my rational thought will not be the first thing that comes to the forefront. But I'm, I'm trying to have this conversation now because I want to um, I want to try to affect change. Right now we are at a low, and, and when I say we, I don't just mean black folk because I am an African American male. Because this this is something that you know. My my white brothers and sisters, my Latino brothers and sisters, you know, my Middle Eastern, my European brothers and sisters. This is something that we all can affect together. Or we can raise our kids to understand that there's a time and a place for every kind of reaction to any situation. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Um... I just think that I remember watching uh, Bernie Mac, and he did a joke talking about the reason why we are the way we are now is because the matriarchy has changed. You know what I'm saying? Right now, the mother is 15. The, the the grandmother is 30. The great-grandmother is 50. Like he said, we don't have big mama no more. You know, the, the, the person that, no matter what, they were going to handle business the way they handled business. And they were going to do it right. And they were backed up by the good book. You know what I'm saying? We, we don't have that anymore. Because we've been thrust into positions that we uh, we weren't ready for because we had not experienced enough life to be ready for that. You know, even, don't get me wrong, I love being a grandfather. You know what I'm saying? And I'm almost 50. So that, uh, I, I've got a little bit more experience, especially through the fact that I, um, that I had my kids, that I've been married, I've worked, I've struggled through a lot, so my mindset as a grandfather is is uh is more pronounced than it, it would have been if I would have been a grandfather ten plus ten less years ago. You know, it, my my ability as a grandfather at thirty five or thirty six would have been a lot less than it would be at forty six. 
You know what I'm saying? Because those 10 years would have given me more experience through parenting, through, uh, through actually going through things, experiencing that I'd be able to do a better to do it, the job that I do now. Um, it, it, it just, it, it, it appalls me when I see parents do the things that they do and then not uh, be surprised when their kids go down the wrong path as well. You know, it, it's just... I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm expecting too much from us as a people, but I, I, I think that there's no way for us to get better if we don't uh, hold ourselves to a, a higher level of, of uh, to a higher, a higher standard of thinking and living, you know. Um. I hang out with a lot of people, and the thing about it is that there's not a lot of people my age. So you know, so some of the people that hang out, I'm I'm not seeing about five, seven, eight years, you know, because of the industry that I worked in. You know, I've been in I've been in it so long that I became the old man. You 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 know what I'm saying? So uh, I sit here and I watch these kids because that's what they are to me, they're kids and they're like they break the rules and stuff they uh they drink and drive you know, they they smoke marijuana and whatnot you know what I'm saying, and then when I be like hey, you might not want to do that it's going to cause you some friction and then, you know First thing probably my you know my daddy and like you know you're absolutely right. And technically you're an adult. I'm just voicing my opinion. And, and and now that you voiced yours, I've done what I feel like I need to do. So I'm gonna go on about my business. Uh or they'll say like, well, you know, as long as I got bail money, I can do what I want. No, that's not a good thing. Do you know how much hardship you cost yourself when you've got a, a record? Things that you're not able to do anymore because you're a felon or whatnot. I mean, come on. It, once again, I'm not condoning bad behavior, but if those are things you choose to do, hey, take that hour. Wait till you get home and have that drink. Well, you know you're not going back out. Or if you just got an imbibe of, of, medicinal herbology or smoking a weed or whatnot, do that at your home. But then if you got kids, don't do it at your home either. Just don't partake. You know, a, a, a lot of people got drawn up into this thing because of peer pressure. You, you, you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, like, hey, this is cool. And they don't know how to say no and not be forced into the cool stuff, you know? And when I was younger, I was subjected to a lot of 
my role models uh, smoking weed and drinking and, you know, physically putting their hands on people because they were drunk and high. And the thing about it was I was made to sit in the middle of the room with the TV or without the TV. Like if it was nighttime because, you know, we slept in the room together, you know, I, I had my mat on the floor and they were sitting on the couch and the bed and they were doing what they were doing. And, you, you, you know, and I think that really, um, it really made me decide then and there that that wasn't something that I wanted to do. And, and, uh, even when I got older and I drank for fun at parties and functions and whatnot, I never overdid it. And, uh, I never, um, I never did it, uh, in front of my children. If I had to be with my children, I, I, I didn't do it because I, I wanted them to grow up and form their own opinions. I didn't want them drinking because I was drinking. You know, I never smoked cigarettes and I never did drugs. Um, and so it was real important that I give them the opportunity to make their own choices. And then if I felt like that they were going down the wrong path, I would have a, a stable foundation that I could say, hey, that might not be a good thing for you to do. You, you know what I'm saying? That that might really, really need to be something that you need to think twice about before you go down this path. But, you know, these people, people today, we, we, we don't have any fathers. We, we, we don't have any, we don't have any mothers. We've got grandparents who are thrust in because, number one, we don't make our children stand up to their responsibilities, you know, and it's like these these young folks are having these kids because it's a business. It's monetary. You know, they suffer through the year to make it the tax time to get uh, a return on their investment. You know, and, and, and I've always been raised that, you know, when you get your taxes, you take care of bills and family so that they can, uh, so that they can, you know, thrive and have everything they need. Tax return isn't time for you to get money to, to do things that, you know, to have fun with. I mean, if you take care of everything you're supposed to take care of, and you've got something left over after you put something to the side, then absolutely do something fun. Do something fun with your family. But, you know, be responsible. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't tell you, hey, you should save money. You should make sure you pay your bills. And then you get money back, and, and then you're like, hmm. Well, I know the light bill is due, but these new Jordans are calling my name, and they've only got one pair left. I mean, that's that's just the wrong way to go about things. You know that, that that's hypocrisy. <clears throat> Another thing, 
I've always been the type of person that if I feel some way about you and I say something about you when you're not there and somebody tell you and you come to me, I'm going to tell you the exact same thing because it, it makes no sense. And, you know, usually I try not to say nothing about somebody that's not there, you know, but if I'm asking my opinion or if something comes up that bothers me, you know, I'm going to be vocal about it. I'll give you a perfect example of what I mean. People in my grandmother's uh, day, you know, they got married young, you know, kind of like the whole thing with, uh, I got the color purple, where Mr. Mary Seely when she was young, you know, people got married young and, you know, women had their place, men had their place, blah, blah, blah. Uh, over the years, I've seen my grandmother and other family members, they'll say one thing to you in your face, or they'll say one thing about somebody behind their back, and then they'll smile in their face. Or, I was always told that the doors of the church are always open to those who are in need, but then I would see people who were prominent in the church turn up their nose when homeless people came in to come to church, when somebody that didn't have a husband came in with their multiple kids, when somebody was unable to put anything other than change in the uh, offering plate, and they would sit there and they would mumble and talk under their breath and turn up their lips and roll their eyes. But the thing that hit me worst of all was when I was working in a club and I would see these people in the club Saturday night. And then not only would I turn around Sunday morning and go to church and see them in church, but I would see them in the same clothes that they had on the night before at the club. And I'm like, wow. And then in the back of my mind, I hear that he who is without sin cast the first stone. And and, and, and I can't judge them, but I just, you know, because I've done my own share of, of things, but for them to sit down and begrudge their fellow human being this feeling of being safe in the house of God, like, you know, their place there is more prominent, prevalent, and important than somebody who is really downtrodden and need help. I just, I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. You know, choose your path. Choose what you believe, what you feel, and stick to it. Don't feel one way with one person, another way with another person. Don't try to, if you trying to get a job and you're pro-life, but the people at the job are pro-abortion or whatever, no matter how much you need to take care of your family or whatnot, stick to your God, stick to your guns and continue to believe what you believe because in the end you are not going to, uh, succeed you are not going to um 
you're not going to be successful because you gave up what you believe and felt just to ride on the coattails of somebody else. It's, 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 it's shocking to me how truly two-faced we as a human race are. You know, it's like we're all sitting at a giant table playing poker and we're bluffing and we're making underhand deals, we're palming cards, you know, and, 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 and it's just, it's just totally strange to me. I just, I, 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 I don't understand when it's so easy to just say what you mean, mean what you say, and then be willing to take the repercussions of your voice, opinions, and your actions. That gentleman whose son was in a fight, that could have been a great opportunity for him to say, we need to go up to the school and straighten this out. Not, not angrily, but we need to address this. Go up to the school. When you couldn't find out what's what, go to the, go inside, talk to you know the educators, the 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 principal. Hey, my son uh, was involved in an altercation outside. There was no one there. He had to run home. I need to know what's going to be done. Then this this little boy could have told him what was going on, and then it could have been addressed. But with him coming up there, he was teaching his son might makes right. Talk loud and carry a big stick. And while there may be times when that is adequate, this was not one of those times. You can't send your child to school and say, hey, behave, listen to your teacher, blah, blah, blah. But then turn around when things aren't going the way you want them to go. You come and you're like, this is not what's in problem. You, can, you can't do that. If you're going to preach, if you're going to preach peace over war, you need to be about it at all times. There was never a time when Martin Luther King Jr. advocated war against peace. That's why he was so respected. There was never a time well, Malcolm X didn't believe the ends justified the means. That's why he was respected. Did he have the ability to talk? Well, he did. He did talk. He 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 was very vocal about his beliefs and going forward. But at the same time, he still let you know, I have no problem going to get a shotgun. Every leader once they were known for something they knew that for them to not just endear themselves to the people but for the people to have their backs they had to continue that way
what we be talking about, Dr. Kane, the way we talk about him now, is have the dream speech. If when he was in one of those sit-ins, he decided to punch somebody or hit somebody with a back or kick somebody. No, we wouldn't be talking about him in the same light because we would pick up on the hypocrisy. And that's another thing that's funny. Hypocrisy for hypocrisy's, hypocrisy's sake. You cannot call another person a hypocrite if you are just as guilty of the same kind of behavior. Whenever my kids have trouble at school, I never go up there. Like, I see a lot of these parents. They come up here with dirty shirts on, their kids' shoes on, nightgowns with shorts, socks, and and, 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 and housewoom shoes. Number one, you're embarrassing the hell out of your child and yourself. Come up there like this is a business meeting. Because it literally is of your greatest asset. Your child. You come up here looking like who lost our found. And then you, you sit up there and, and you automatically assume that your child is right and the teacher is wrong. No matter how good we raise our children, if they think that they can get out of something by fabricating, they will. I found that out a lot dealing with the stuff my kids was talking about, was dealing with. Uh, my child said they'd done the work and they find out that the work's in the bottom of their book bag. Uh, I wasn't on my phone, but then, you know, we looking, we got a TikTok at the same time that this class is going on. People, we need to take the time to really analyze what it is we want and how we want to live and move forward. We have to hold ourselves to a higher standard. We cannot flip-flop our morals, our ideals, and our goals as it seems fit. When the, when, when, the, when the road gets rough, when the water gets choppy, we have to be steadfast in what we believe and what we're trying to instill in the next generation so that we can continue to grow, evolve, and get strong. You know, I reach out to all the children that hear this podcast. Take the time to become who you're meant to be. Don't always choose war over peace. Sometimes you can really get things done by just being willing to talk and to listen. Everything that glitters is not gold. You can be a success. You don't have to be in the NBA, the NFL, a rapper. You don't have to be a gangster. Don't be afraid of hard work. In the words of one of my favorite wrestlers when he got uh, inducted into the uh, WWE Hall of Fame, hard work pays off and dreams come true. Truer words were never spoken. You have the ability to be successful. You do. You just have to be willing to work at it and be willing to do what you need to do. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, it seems like we're just about out of time today. I hope you enjoyed the show and the point of discussion that we've been involved in today. The facts and figures have been presented to you, so now it is at your discretion what you decide to do with them. The fo- this forum is a place for one and all to intellectually listen, ponder, and debate so that we all have a say in how we progress. Remember, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, email us at thesharkerreality at yahoo.com. That's D A S H O C K O F R E A L I T Y.com. All one word with no spaces. This is your topic is podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram under the same heading. And remember, if there was anything I've said that you feel was out of order or need to be credited, all you have to do is prove me wrong. Peace.